0: This is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Subway, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. And sitting across from me in the studio today is Canada's foremost vocal coach and author of The Vocal Compass, Teresa Cirillo. Teresa, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm great. Brent, thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. Thanks for coming down today. So, Teresa, you are a Berkeley graduate. Um, You've been providing professional vocal instruction to developing artists for decades now. Is I have. And you also have your own music studio.
1: I do. Yeah. We, yeah. um, uh, we own a music school out in Stony Creek, about a 5,000 square foot facility with about 20 teachers,
0: 20 teachers. Yeah. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Wow. A great family happening in there. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, teach everything from voice to drums, brass, um, Oh really? Violin. So not guitar. just,
0: not just vocals, not just voice. Really? Our vocal
1: program is, is, is the largest. Yeah. um, but second uh is piano and then there's guitar and drums that are right behind it. That's We've terrific. actually uh developed a huge uh, acting following as well. Yeah. Oh, really? So have, yeah, so we have a theater in in the actual studio. Okay. Um it seats about 100 and we have a, a little stage and yep. we have all the kids in the area that want to act come in on Mondays. We do Mondays and then That's incredible. actually added some some uh, wellness in there. We've added Zumba and Yoga.
0: Oh, really? I'm,
1: I'm a yoga teacher as well. So okay. Just, oh, wow. Yeah, I just ended. Up, I got my yoga certification in April. That's so great. I wanted to incorporate all the wellness because music is not just music anymore. It's it's wellness.
0: You are absolutely correct about yeah. that. Wow, you're a woman of many hats, then.
1: Well, under one roof, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. So, so you are also a very big proponent of the fact that music compels our emotions. We've talked about sure. this off air. So uh, you have brought a list today that is fantastic. It's varied. I love it. There's a lot of great songs in here. There's a couple I don't know. Uh, they're cool. international, but I always welcome that because one of the you know the benefits of me doing this show is that i uh, I learn a lot about new music. Great. so uh, I certainly welcome that. So you have uh, Chris Isaac here in Wicked Game. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that.:
1: Well, I think you know i I've listened to the song several times. Uh, while making my list this week mm-hmm. and last week, that first guitar lick, yeah, makes my hair stand.
0: It makes your skin vibrate.
1: It's, it makes my my skin vibrate. I I this by the fourth bar. I'm like okay. I'm sold. He doesn't even have to start singing, which we know what happens when he starts singing. Yes, we do. Uh, ladies. <laughs> and then we remember that Helena Christensen was in his video. That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> and
1: then it all goes away. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that the interval of that first. Like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. It, and it is a vibration. You're right. Yeah. I want to relate it to. A want Mhm. craving A craving Yeah mm-hmm. yeah, And it, it never fails Every time it You know it's not on any of my playlists Funny thing mm. But it's just one of those songs that I've never heard live Yeah And I've heard a lot of bands mm-hmm. Never heard live But when I do hear it on the radio station If I'm listening to a local station Or It always does the same thing Yeah Or Especially placed in film and, and television
0: Yeah because i
1: think it has been placed several times oh yeah same thing yeah
0: yeah it elicits a very visceral response
1: it sure does yeah Yeah. so that one's good on you chris isaac (laughs) and whoever played that lick come and play for me any day
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right next you've got uh live and lightning crashes yes 90s child yeah
1: being a vocal specialist like I am obsessed with the voice, mm-hmm. the anatomy of the voice, the production of the voice, the sound of the voice, the feeling of the voice. If you listen to the song, mm-hmm. you can hear that this singer, when he is singing this song, mm-hmm. there is absolutely no, there is no extensive use of dynamics.
0: Okay. And there's what, ex- an, so, so just for the listeners, what specifically do you mean by dynamics?
1: When I talk about dynamics, it's, um, you know, a lot of people can relate to the belt yeah. Belting, So the the, the power, the, um, you know, generally you start off at a very mediocre, you know, la, 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 uh, la, so. la, 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 you know, and then yeah. you get bigger and louder, right? Right. So the dynamics meaning that even if he says a, a, a word. Yeah. He uses, especially when, at the beginning, mining um, crashes and he starts to sing. Mm-hmm. It's very mellow. Yeah. But even with as little dynamic as he's using in that particular line, mm-hmm. there's so much emotion. It's almost like he meditates on the feeling that he wants to sing. Okay. And therefore, it just kind of oozes. Yeah. Because they have... Live has I Alone as well. You, yes. Do you remember I Alone? Oh, it's a fantastic I song. Alone. Yeah. That's huge. That's a big song. When yep. you hear that live, it's like by live it's it's
0: an anthem yeah (laughs) it
1: it is and it's it's very dynamic but lightning crashes there's just something it's i i feel like it's the energy that was held by whoever was writing it and by the guy singing it and it was i i feel like he and and you know i hope that he's listening to this Mm -hmm. because whoever recorded that and produced his vocals Mm -hmm just let him be I feel like they just kind of let him do what he needed to do yeah. and he delivered it without any hesitation I would be surprised if he did more than five takes on the song you
0: yeah know? you can hear that energy in the track for sure yeah yeah. next up I love the song by Simply Red I think it's from their <laughs> debut record Holding Back the Years oh
1: okay it's funny because I keep calling it Holding Back the Tears right <laughs> Holding back the years is huge. Um now you think about it, it was n- 95?
0: 85.
1: Oh sorry, 85. 85. Yeah. I was 7.
0: Okay. Oh really? I was 7. I won't tell you how old I was. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I was 16. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um I was 7 okay. and this song somehow stuck with me. Yeah. I mean I can go into the emotions of my childhood, but but Please. Um you know, I'm a very emotional human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you have to be to be a musician, a hardcore Certainly musician. Yeah. I think emotions have to be your, your, your catalyst mm-hmm. and your base. Yes. Um. And I think that, let me tell you, first of all, that it was so hard to put ten songs on
0: the list. It's virtually impossible, Teresa.
1: It was. I feel almost like I've cheated the other ten that I got rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because there's so much, like there's so many songs. And, and I also had like a few songs from different albums yeah. and I thought, no, I'm just going to use one song from that album. Yeah. Although there was several songs from that album that really worked with me. Yeah. Um, and my skin. Yep. Yeah. So holding back the years was mm-hmm. one of those songs. I think it was the start of my, my career. Okay. Um,
0: at age seven.
1: Oh yeah, uh, when I and when I say the start of it, I understood the connection between music and human being, okay. and how music makes you feel. Yes. Because at seven, I would listen to "Holding Back the Years," and mm-hmm. I'd feel like I my didn't want my mother to die, hmm. or I didn't. I was afraid that I was going to be alone. Really? Yeah, I remember that so clearly. Um.
0: So it's almost like music introduced you to a new level of your emotionality
1: or even a a new level of life like it was just Yeah. You know, I I remember, you know, when I'd listen to it, I I at 7 years old I would feel sad. I mean, I don't know what everybody else 7 years old was listening to, the Mickey Mouse Club, I don't know. Um, Basically, but I was right. listening to Simply Red. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow.
1: So it's interesting.
0: That is interesting actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very involved listen for a seven-year-old.
1: It was. And I i have to tell you, it I remembered it very, very clearly when I put this list together.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a very sophisticated palette that you have musically then when you're seven. Yeah. I do not know this next one you've oh, got. Oh, don't know this one. No, way down. Don't know it.
2: Oh, you have to
1: listen to the song. I will. Yeah. Um, so, Cleo. Oh, Cleo. Um, Cleo, yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard this song. Yeah, I was at my children. I have three daughters and mm-hmm. they're dancers. They're competitive dancers. And um, I heard this song the first time when uh, a dance studio had choreographed this number yeah. of these minors. And it was somewhat a lyrical slash contemporary number. Okay. And I mean, in dance world, that's basically taking ballet and morphing it into something beautiful, an art, okay. um, depending on, on the flexion and extension of your feet and arms and limbs.
2: Okay.
1: And when I watched it, I, I have to commend these dancers. Um, they did such a great job with it, but I had got, I mean, I was watching them. They were wonderful, but I had gotten so lost in the music mm-hmm. that I forgot what the dance was all about. Mm. And when I heard that, when I heard the, the music, I was so mad that I didn't shazam it. Ah. <laughs> so yeah. mad.
0: Isn't that a great little tool?
1: It is when you remember to use it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, I, was, I just remember being so lost in the emotion mm-hmm. of this, the music yep. and how it made me feel. And I, th- I thought, oh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. So then the, the kicker is, is that this dance, uh, this particular dance made it to a dance-off. And then I watched it again. Okay. And absolutely no disrespect to the dance choreographer or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I watched it and almost was disappointed because I watched the dancers and it wasn't as powerful and vibrational as the music when I didn't listen or watch the dancers and listen to the music alone. Yes, That's when I knew that song was a special one for me. But it's been played in so many netflix series and muse i hear it on film and tv mm-hmm. all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i think it was actually on suits i'm a big suits fan okay and uh i heard it on that i heard it on like i've heard it on on so many
0: i might know it i guess if you, i if i think I do. you yeah. do yeah
1: where down we go oh oh it's you you'll you can't mm. it's a good one sounds familiar yeah and you'll,
0: what, you'll what like, it they, you like, like it. A, is it one person or is it a number of people?
1: Uh, it was one gentleman that sings.
0: Oh. Yeah. I apologize to him for calling him Kaleo then. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Kaleo. It, it even may be
1: Kaleo. I don't know. I
0: I just kind of read it with my eyes. K-A-L-E-O. Honestly, I, I can't even
1: tell you I know what he looks like. Be- and I, I'm sorry. I'm sending love for that. But your music speaks. And yeah. that, I mean, thank you.
0: That's what's important. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very cool.
1: Oh, my next one is my favorite.
0: Your next one... Is Jan Arden. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get Jan on the show, actually. She lives I'm going to help here. you
1: try and get Jan on the show. Jan, you... I have been a Jan Arden fan yep. since I was a little girl. Okay. I am so... Am I allowed to say pissed off?
0: Of course you are. Okay,
1: good. I'm so pissed off that people don't know who she is. Wait. She...
0: Who doesn't know who she is?
1: That's really... Good question. Good question. Because people don't know... Who and, or, and maybe they do know who she is. They don't know any of your, her music, which is a shame.
0: She's extremely well-known in Canada. It's I would venture shame. to say.
1: It's a shame. Jan Arden was one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. uh, right from the beginning of my time. I joined a band when I was 13 years old. Okay. And I brought my list of Jan Arden songs, and they're looking at me going, You're 13? I'm like, yep. I want to sing this song and this song and this song. Wow. <laughs> so... Jan Arden, uh, I'm like one of those big, stupid fans that, you know, I I follow her on Instagram and Facebook, and I know exactly what she's doing. And by the way, Jan, if you're listening, you look phenomenal. I love blonde (laughs) hair. Anyway, um, this is one of those... First of all, I'm going to talk to her artistry, because this is one of those singers that what you hear on the radio Mm -hmm. is what you listen to live. Yes. And sometimes when she's singing live, you have to say... She lip singing. Oh, really? She's so good.
0: Yeah, she's she's tremendously good. So good. Yeah. So underrated. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and funny. I've been to like yeah. a lot of Junos. Yeah. And they, she's hilarious. Yeah. She's really funny. So, do you want to introduce this next song? Yes. Everybody wants to know which song is it.
0: So, what, the Jan Arden song, you mean? Yeah. So the song is "I Would Die for You." Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I heard this song the first time. I haven't even researched where it was, but I remember okay. that it was a scene in a te- television show uh-huh. that somebody was drowning. Okay. And I want to say Baywatch. Was it Baywatch? I don't know. Anyway, somebody was drowning mm-hmm. and this song came on and I loved it. Mm. And then I looked it up and it was Jan Arden. I was like, oh, no wonder I love it.
0: D- so you knew who Jan was before of you? Of course. Okay.
1: So this is... Um, this is not one
0: of her earlier songs. Um, I thought it was. I, 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 I kind of can see the video in my head. I think it was.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Because
1: mm. she had Good Mother as well. That was phenomenal. That's also another vibrating skin song. But again, as I mentioned earlier, I was trying not to take two from one artist. And I was being... You, you know, can do that. Sharing the love.
0: People people have brought in like five Springsteen songs before.
1: Okay, then, yeah. Jan, I'm adding good mother to this list. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That'd>
0: <laughs> but I would fun. die
1: for you. Um, again, I, get, I think maybe it goes into the theme of of how I felt as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy childhood. I mean, yep. I had a... It was an 80s childhood, let's call it. My parents are... Uh, they've immigrated from Italy in the, the 70s and yep. um, different. You know, you feel different because you're not from...
0: Certainly. ...this yeah. culture
1: and... Yeah. You know, dad liked to, to party
0: mm-hmm. when we were young. Yep. How old a man was he during that time?
1: My dad was very young. Okay. Um He was married. He married my mom. He was 18. Oh, boy. And, wow. uh, oh, gosh, that was interesting because I didn't touch anything. Mm. Um. Hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My dad was such a great man. Yeah. But he loved, like, he was young, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, he would have been about 30. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: 52. He died when he was 61. That was about four years ago. So, yeah. But he was a great, great man, but different when he was having fun. Let's just call it that.
0: Okay. Okay. I I get that.
1: Yeah. And um, so, around a lot of negative energy when Mm -hmm. I was young. Mm -hmm. So, anything like holding back the years or I would die for you.
2: Yeah.
1: uh, When it pertains to something that everything's kind of crashing down and, and you need to just kind of grasp out I saw yeah. my mom struggle for so many years mm-hmm. and um I think I understood a lot more than any 7 to 10 year old would yes 7 to 15 year old would yeah um you know rather than having that leave it to beaver kind of family
0: yeah yeah well that's the more real version isn't it it, really. it
1: sure is so I would die for you I, I think I would challenge any musician mm-hmm to use one word mm-hmm. in four to eight bars and make it feel the way Jan does, saying yeah. Yeah. When she sings that, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Just if you can use one word in four bars the way Jan does and make you feel the same vibrational skin that she makes you feel, then you're an amazing musician. So mm-hmm. good on whoever wrote that and produced it and put it out there. And thank you.
0: So. Well, let's see if we can't get Jan on the show. Soon. Can I
1: sit in that chair when she comes?
0: Yes, you can. <laughs> I can be right here.
1: Jan, I'll be your gopher. I'll get you water. No, I'm kidding. I th- you know what? I-, I feel like she would be one of my best friends for life. I think we have that same kooky personality and yeah. go getters and fighters and-,
2: yep. and
1: strength, you know, yay, go woman, and you know, that kind of thing. I just, yes. I feel like I would love her. To- I-, I already do, but knowing her, I think I'd. Yeah. Anyway, well. She's just somebody I really connect with.
0: Mm-hmm. We may find out.
1: At the same time, she was as big as Celine Dion was at that time. Mm-hmm. And as much as I loved Celine Dion, and I mean, I was a, I was a singing yeah. student, and who didn't love singing Celine Dion tracks, sure. you know? Yeah. But for some reason, just, you know, and Celine is funny, too. Um, I saw her live as well. Her songs are beautiful. Yep. Just never made me feel anything. Yeah. And maybe it has to do with the kind of person we are. Or,
0: well, you know what? I have favorite songs, but they don't make me feel something. You, you know? know,
1: funny thing you say that because when I was making the list, there were there were songs that I mm-hmm. loved mm-hmm. that I loved singing, like yeah. to love you more by Celine Dion or
2: yeah.
1: um any of her songs. They're fan- she's fantastic. Like she's one of the greatest singers of our time. Right. Um and there's are singers that I love. And, and those songs kind of related to a situation that we had growing up or in life. Yes. Not to be mistaken with the energy that comes from the songs that make you feel something and why. Because mm-hmm. I think the answer is I don't really know why, but it's just something I connect to on a different level. Like,
0: well, you know, there's almost a certain beauty in not knowing why.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm okay with
2: that.
0: Yeah. Well, it just, it, it's, it's, you never arrive at that destination. It's always a journey. Yep. Next up, you have got Queen, and the show must go on. This is <laughs> From Dan Arden bit. to Queen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was that kid that owned all of the Queen
0: mm-hmm. albums. albums. This is innuendo, vinyls, I think, right?
1: Tapes. We would call them tapes. They were yeah. tapes, right? I had the queen greatest, greatest, um,
0: this greatest hits the you... greatest
1: hits the silver you remember the silver yeah, one the, the, well, the I know this, from,
0: this was from innuendo I think it was 91.
1: this one from this one was from innuendo Um, but I had the greatest hits mm-hmm. it was the cassette tape I remember it I don't know if it was I mean Freddie Mercury has yeah. got to be and I think again I'm that obsessed vocal person mm-hmm. that you know you listen to Freddie and his voice is he has no bounds mm-hmm. Like there's no boundaries with his voice and he did it well.
0: Yeah. How many octaves could a guy like Freddie cover? Oh,
1: I'm, I'm sure if at least four, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. He had some whistle tones in there. Because realistically, if you if you listen to his voice, it's not even like... It's not one of those voices that you, you think, oh, that's a really cool tone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know you're, what I mean? You're right. You're right. <laughs>
1: it's not like, wow. It's just his tone just makes me like, you're, wow.
0: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: You know? It's one of those tones where like is that annoying mm-hmm. or why do i like that it's distinctive it's it just works for him yeah and he knew how to use it anyway i could have picked so many of his songs uh, i think i had messaged you i'm like why does another one bite the dust made me want to i feel like really angry i need to punch something i actually right thought down. it was
0: going to be on your list yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it but uh Another one, Bites the Dust, was one of those ones where I connected to with a, a situation or um, a memory right. in my life rather than what it did to my skin.
0: So that's why. Okay. That's yeah. why it's
1: not on my list. Yeah. Because although some... Well, all music makes you feel something. All music is feeling and emotion and yeah. communication and connection. Another one, Bites the Dust, has that boom, boom, like that That really... And I think that's what they wanted, that they were a theatrical band. Yes. And uh, The Show Must Go On is something more Mm -hmm. than just that. I think The Show Must Go On gives my skin vibrations because it's like it doesn't matter what is happening. Mm -hmm. You just got to keep moving forward.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's, you know what it is? It's hope. Mm -hmm. That song relates to the word hope for me. Yeah. And hope, I hope would give anybody Vibration in their skin yep. but he feels it and he lives that while he's singing that song
0: he, he literally did the song was written basically chronicled his struggles right. with HIV at that time and it was his it was almost his swan song and, and there's a great story that Brian May had written most of the song but um, it was a real struggle for Freddie to sing it because he was at that advanced stage of illness and uh, Brian approached him and said if you can't do this it's fine and he got angry and he said, "Oh No, the show do it. must go on and he he uh, you know shot his glass of vodka back and he killed it and it was just a, a, a heroic performance so and you can hear it you can hear that coming through mm-hmm. you know, it's terrific it really does make your skin vibrate there's no question that
1: one does I mean yeah. you can listen to I mean Bohemian Rhapsody is an anthem and you know you would think that would that song would be on everybody's list mm-hmm. but there's just again. When you're looking at what makes you feel,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's different. It's there. It's a different element.
0: Absolutely. All right. So we're going to change gears a little bit here. We've got Michael <laughs> Jackson next. And Human Nature. My fourth
1: birthday. Teresa, what do you want for your birthday? I want the Michael Jackson album. Really? That's what I asked was for. Was this Thriller? It was Thriller.
0: Okay the this black is like, this is like
1: album with him like lying down with the little number, tiger
0: yeah yeah, yeah. hit number eight from this record i believe right
1: sure is um that i have a picture and and i also at that birthday uh-huh. got a poster of him and brooke shields
0: oh what? <laughs> that's that's bizarre <laughs>
1: talk about memories that's what i wanted for my birthday did anyway.
0: he also hang out with webster so there was like webster remember webster
1: I didn't get hit. Yeah, of course I remember Webster.
0: Yeah, and uh, Liza Minnelli. Like, he just did oh, this.
1: Yeah, Elizabeth Ta- Wasn't it Elizabeth Taylor?
0: I, I, yeah, I don't know. It was one of them. Just a, a bizarre band of, of characters. Yeah, and that. then it
1: ended up be, being Macaulay Culkin at one That's point. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He was interesting. I think, I don't think, I think Michael Jackson was, I mean. Phenomenal. My my kids listen to Michael Jackson still these days.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's a polarizing figure just because he totally
1: of, is. I you know
0: what had happened in his personal life before mm-hmm. he passed away and all that stuff. But um, you know, somebody told me a long time ago that you have to separate the art from the artist, and I mean that's a tough one. But um, you know, human nature uh, is what it is. To you, right?
1: Yep. Human you know. nature. Um, you know, honestly. I can't even understand some of those words in the song Mm. when he sings them. Listen to it. It's like, what is he saying?
0: Yeah, I can hear it in my mind right now. But uh, it doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter what he's saying. Again, you can feel. Um, I think with that song particularly, I found that um, whatever sounds the synth was using, Mm -hmm. I think really gave that song its power.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: do you remember the arpeggiated sound yes there's an arpeggiated sound and then the ah,
0: yeah it's very light
1: very and breezy and it's yes. very it's like got that
0: it's very AM radio
1: it really is yeah it really really is. And that song out of all of them cuz Thriller huge. I remember the first time I heard Thriller. Like yep. I remember the first, I remember exactly where I was yeah. th- when they debuted the video, watching oh, yeah. the video like <laughs> it was, was a movie. Deal.
0: Yeah. I remember that too.
1: Like vividly. Yeah. And at first, I had Thriller down. Yeah. Because that was like I mean, that makes you feel scared. Yes. It makes you feel scared, but it didn't do anything to my skin. Mhm. So when I Started thinking about it always, hold on. Oh, human nature always, always gave me the goosebumps.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Good. So that's why that one's on there. Perfect. Why is Big Wreck that song on there?
1: (laughs) 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 Well, Ian Thornley (laughs) is one of my Really favorite. Like, he's
0: yeah, I like such him a too.
1: great singer. Yeah, he's
0: fantastic. Classy
1: guy. Um
0: Have you met him? Do you know him?
1: Yes, I have. Yeah.
0: So you, I've kind of met him through other people, but I, I, don't, I don't know him. Is he a good dude?
1: I talked to him for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. He's so talented.
0: He really is. Oh. Yeah.
1: His voice, he knows how to use it. Like, I think he can sing. Honestly, I picked that song, but any of his music... Yeah. I think he just knows and feels what he's supposed to feel when he's supposed to feel it for yeah. when he's supposed to sing it. Yeah, I, I think I can honestly say he's one of my favorite voices.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. That's a bold statement from a vocal coach uh-huh. who knows a lot about music.
1: I did offer to teach him, not that he needs to be taught. <laughs>
0: but... <laughs> and and what, he, what was his response?
1: hes I don't remember, <laughs> but I said, you know, if you need a lesson any time... No, I mean, the guy knows how to use his voice. I wouldn't have yeah. to teach him how to use it, of course. Maintenance.
2: Yeah.
1: Anybody, everybody needs to maintain. I mean, I'm 40 and I've been singing for 30-something years and I still go to a vocal coach mm-hmm. um, to maintain my... I mean, you need that. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to be <laughs> Ian Lee's <Thorley's> vocal coach? <laughs> <laughs> Growing up in the 90s, the yeah. 90s, th- those were my, were my you know, teenage years, my crazy years, they call them. Yeah wreck was huge.
2: Yeah,
1: it was kind of the same era as live, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, his. I went and saw one of his live shows last year. Mm-hmm. Same, it was it was amazing. Was it just him solo. I actually went to a writer's circle when the Junos came to Hamilton, and he picked that song oh. to to do at the writer's circle. So he played it acoustically.
0: Cool. Goosebumps all yeah. over.
2: Yeah.
1: Even broken down with no production, it was phenomenal. His voice,
0: just him, just does it. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. That is the mark of a true artist right there. Yep. Right?
1: Yeah. Uh, You know what? I was so lucky to sit in that writer's circle. There was... Lights was there. She did a version of um, Up We Go acoustically. Mm. It was phenomenal. Wow. Matt Anderson. Oh. Yeah. That voice, too. Anyway.
0: Was Blair Packham there? Blair? Yeah.
1: I don't know if he was, but I did do some work with Blair just about a few months ago. Fantastic guy, actually. I'm going to be working with him in September.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love Blair. Yeah, he's a great guy. It's funny. Yeah, he's been on the show twice. Yeah. I told him that if you if you do, if you do the show five times, you get a jacket or a year supply of rice a Oh,
1: I'll take the
0: jacket. It's, he said it's the San Francisco treat.
1: It's rice a Well, when I work with him in uh, September, I'll bring him some rice a I, I think that'll be funny.
0: Yeah, tell him I say hello. <laughs> I will. I will.
1: Yeah, I'll be working with him all of September
0: We're oh, on a great. project.
1: Uh, he's one of the judges for the. Show the shot. That's right. I'm the vocal director.
0: Yeah, he's telling me about that. Yeah, yeah so
1: we're really excited cool. about that.
0: Awesome. And where do you do that, by the way?
1: In Kitchener Waterloo.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you've got two here to finish off your list. I don't know either of them. The first one is uh, I, forgive me if I get this wrong, it's because I always mispronounce stuff. Eros Ramazzotti.
1: That was good. Oh, that was really good.
0: And is it Musical E? Is that right?
1: So it's actually Musica E. And what that means See, is I, I, music. I was on
0: a streak there. And You're
1: good. Well, no, I have to tell you, I, I, I think I spelled that wrong. I There was no... Well, you know it's autocorrect, right? Because there's no, not supposed to be an L there. That's it's just M-U-S-I-C-A. Okay. okay.
0: We can blame the computer for that. Yes. Good.
1: Autocorrect. All right. Although we can't really blame the computer because then I could actually shut it off, can I? Yeah. 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 Eros Ramazotti is... Again, I... I grew up in an Italian heritage home, and um, Eros Ramazzotti was one of my favorite Italian singers as I was growing up, and this song um, is composed just beautifully.
0: I like your pronunciation much better than mine, by the
1: way. Oh, do you want (laughs) to say it again?
0: Yeah.
1: Eros Ramazzotti. Wow. (laughs) There you go. And it's Musica E actually means music is.
2: Oh. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what it means. In that song, the way they they've composed it, and it really is a composition. It's it's a very uh, classical piece. Okay. Went mainstream pop, yep. contemporary, and um, he actually did a collab with uh, um, Andrea Bocelli.
2: Okay. Actually, afterwards, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So the song, the way it's composed, still to this day, when I listen to it, music is. Uh, I communicate through music. Yeah. And I think that song is one of the reasons I communicate through music. Really, and the reason they've written and composed this song, I totally relate with.
2: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think
1: it's it's just that, and there's there's different things in this song that create that emotion. Yeah, um, there is a very. I think the song actually stops.
2: Okay.
1: And then there's like this ping, hmm. like four times, and just that ping alone, that emptiness. Yeah makes you feel like an anticipation.
0: It's a use of space there.
1: Use of space. Yeah. Phenomenal. Wow. Again, Eros Ramazote is another one of those guys, and I think it's kind of become a pattern. Is people really find themselves during this process, don't they?
0: They really, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something. They do. Okay. You know, whether it is uh, on the air or off, mm-hmm. um, people, you know, somebody called it a psychological excavation.
1: I could agree with that. Yeah. I know that you can't see me, but I've teared up about three times already. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've heard it in my voice. That's but... why I
0: keep the lights dim in here, so okay. that if people are having a moment, then they don't have to be embarrassed about it. <laughs> oh, I'm not.
1: I, I well, There's the Kleenex. Yeah, we're that's good. Why I... <laughs> yeah.
0: See, that's for my guests.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Feel free. You and know what? On a serious note, that's happened a lot a lot if you listen back to the shows well there's you
1: know. a reason you have the people that you have on your show mm. and that's probably the same reason as they sit here and want to cry while they're creating their lists because there's some sort of emotional connection absolutely to the music that they yeah. bring in
0: and that is because it's very... so
1: random like these again these songs are songs that make me feel something but they're not songs that I listen to on a daily basis mm-hmm. you know what I, agree. I mean
0: they're not your favorite songs yeah as I was saying before They elicit an emotionality in you that is extremely compelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was going to mention that Edo Sanazotti is one of those singers as well, Mm -hmm. just like Freddie Mercury, where his voice, if you listen to it, would not do a thing for you. Right. It's really nasal. Okay. And it's just like, why do I like his voice? Mm. And then you listen to a whole song. It's like, that's why I like his voice. Yeah. It's interesting
0: that is interesting
1: maybe and maybe it's authentic maybe it's that they're authentic singers that they're just this is the way the universe has made their bodies and they use it yeah because this is what they're like yeah authenticity
0: yeah it's in the style and the, the delivery there's there's conviction in there right mm-hmm. yeah. Alright, your last song Oh, is, this one's uh, cool you know, This one's I,
2: very cool I'm not even
0: going to try this I'm going to I'm going to ask you to introduce. Yes,
1: it Yes, I will introduce it Alright um, The last song is Dulce Ponches okay. This is Portuguese, by the way Oh,
0: see, that was not Italian
1: It's not Dulce Ponches <laughs> Okay It's called Canção do Mar Okay I first heard this song mm-hmm. On the soundtrack And on the movie Primal Fear
0: Okay You know, with yeah. Richard Gere Yeah, totally
1: Okay the credits? Mm-hmm. Canção do Mar.
0: Oh, like the the end credits. Okay.
1: This was in, I think it was in the music, it was in the movie as well, but I think they took a, a, an excerpt of it, mm-hmm. maybe even just a music part. Dulce Ponches is a fado singer, I think. Okay. It's in Portuguese, it's a, an old Portuguese folk. Okay. I don't understand Portuguese.
2: Mm, neither do I.
1: I didn't understand a word she was saying when I heard it. Okay. But it made me feel... Eh, is one of those songs that you have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. Her voice, there's a depth. There's an old soul in her voice. Yeah. And I'm a big fan. By the way, it's really interesting. I'm a, I'm a soul singer.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: I'm soul and funk. I, I'm in a band. Really? It's a funk and soul band. I sing everything from...
0: Where can I see you sing?
1: Oh, I'll tell you that in a little bit. All right. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> we have some shows coming up, actually. Hey,
0: good. i to um, come...
1: I have no Motown in here, which is crazy because my playlists consist of Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm.
0: um, the Pitbull.
1: I'm a huge Pitbull fan. Are you really? I do.
0: I, I love... like you so much up until this very point. <laughs> Are
1: you having a good time? No. <laughs> uh, I love I love that Latino feel. Yeah. So I, I, I love listening to Pitbull, but he's not on my list, Brandon.
0: I can't tell you... Um...
1: I'm happy I, I, you I,
0: are. I, yeah, I, I can't say that I'm disappointed about that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I, I mean, all in all, I, we sit by the pool and listen to, you know, pitbull. It has an and,
0: application. And, yeah.
1: Come on. Yeah. But Dulce Ponches, is there's some sort of soul in her voice that,
2: yeah.
1: and even even that composition of music and there's a quietness and emptiness and, and there's just there's a a whole bunch of emotion that happens. And again, I still don't know the words. Yeah, I don't know what she's singing. Yeah, I didn't even know what "Cançal do Mar" meant. Hmm. I found out that it meant "Song of the Sea." Okay. The song is about a little boat. Hmm. It's a little boat on the sea.
0: Okay.
1: How is the song?
0: It's it's. Row uh, row
1: row your boat, making you feel something. You know. It's
0: it's a metaphor for something bigger.
1: But when I looked at the literal translation, because yeah. I was singing the song, I wanted to know what it meant. Yeah. I just couldn't understand how it made me feel what it made me feel.
0: Isn't that Uh, great, though? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do. I do like that.
1: So I was lucky enough to have it on my repertoire for years when I sang uh, in a band called Daybreak. And every time I'd sing it, I'd forget that I was singing it. And Mm -hmm. I'd go into this whole meditative stage.
0: Oh, wow. Really? And
1: I would, at the end of the song, open my eyes and go, oh, my God, I just finished this song. I don't remember singing it. It was one of those songs. It's it's I, I feel like it's one of those transcendent songs. Yes, that you can just sing to yeah. forget every problem yeah. or non problem that's going on in your life. Incredible. It's one of those. Yeah. And that's why it's on my list.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, that uh, that was your last song. This is a very impressive list, Teresa.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: And I, um, I love what you did with it. I really enjoyed the chat. This is a very enjoyable show. For
1: did me. I mention I have about ten songs from Pitbull that I wanted to discuss?
0: Uh, it was enjoyable. <laughs> so I was going to say, why don't you just come back and do the show again? But now, if you if you bring a Pitbull song in, I just can't have you back. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you so much for coming in today.
1: Thank you for having me. I and really yes, I am it. playing. Uh, I'm in a band called the Chasers. We're the Funk Chasers. And, yeah, Funk and Soul. We have about four brass.
0: Okay.
1: Um, we're playing at the Winona Peach Festival at the end of August okay. on the 26th at okay. four o'clock. Yep. Uh, we're also playing the Jucasa Festival in September on I think I want to say the 28th.
2: Okay.
1: Um, that's in Caledonia. Yeah. And um, it's a cool band. Yeah. Check it us out cool. online. It's a uh, Chasers yeah. on facebook and instagram but it's fun I, I mean i i stopped singing in a band for about six months before i almost you know lost my marbles and then went right back into it <laughs> yeah. i just i've been singing in a band since i was 13 so
0: that's great and teaching
1: and so music is so infiltrated into my life i couldn't imagine a, a life without music yeah so but i do i i want to say thank you uh, the this process it's genius brent i'm so glad i i hope that you do it more often and And with more people, and um, because it it really is, it was a mental excavation um, into the emotions that I really felt through the music, and it really got me to think of all the music and the reasons why I do what I do. Yeah, was because of this, and how music made me feel. So that is terrific.
0: Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get a massive kick. Out of, it's a blessing to do this show. It really is. And and this is testament to the fact that this conversation that we've just had is very rewarding to me. So thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm appreciative as well.
0: All right. Well, you can come back, Pitbull or not. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah,
1: I'll be back when Jen Arden's here.
0: Uh, we're going to try and get her. Maybe we'll get Thornley we too. We're
1: yeah. going to try. We are. Jen, this is a call to you. Please connect with yourself with Brent Jensen, so that you can give us your ten favorite songs that give you—or not your favorite songs, but ten songs that make your skin make vibrate. your skin
2: vibrate.
0: There you go. All right. Okay. This has been No Sleep Till Subway with Brent Jensen and my very special guest Teresa Superlone. Till next time, folks. Take good care.
1: Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Sudbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.